Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Town Outdoor Show. I'm sorry. I'm started laughing and I can't tell you what I'm laughing about. My wife would be mad. Teddy said something right before you started the thing and it reminded me of an incident this morning that my wife was rather disgusted Ooh. with me about. And I'm that's, laughing that's from us. I'm laughing from us because it ain't funny. Bald, bald okra would do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the excuse I use. Is it, Mama, you the one fed me the bald okra. Uh, <laughs> ain't my fault. Oh man, I love to put my wife under just a little bit of duress and then poke fun at her. You got yeah. a death wish. Is what you've got. Well, you know wow. you co- you know you're comfortable around people when you just certain things happen and you just don't care no more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, anyway, I'm Charlie. I'm JD. I'm Dallas. Here, <laughs> All right. And we're here again. Yeah, we are. It's me again. It's me again, Margaret. It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> Don't look at <laughs> <it all. laughs> Lord, how you do that? I ain't singing. <laughs> Dallas? Me and you hey, got to have a me. talk. Don't look at me. me He's the one that said, go talk. find it. It's this. He had it written down. He's you like, could have said, I couldn't find it. I oh, don't know where it's at. That. I'm the guy that finds everything in this building. He knows I know where it was. Did you hear that? <laughs> you didn't You didn't listen to the show the other morning. Well, well I, I so, won't ever. So let me give you a little clue in. Right. See, I happen to, to have spoken to Mr. Scott prior to. Oh, uh. You being put on the spot, so I knew it was going to happen. And you encouraged and I knew, it. Well, no, you know bit. you did. I happened to know it was going to happen, so I purposely didn't want to hear it. Because <laughs> I rode in the truck with you for several thousand miles. Anyway, well, did you have to sing on the Preston Scott show? I did not sing on the Preston Scott show, and I won't be singing on this one no more. I pro- well. We pulled that Unless piece we have where a drinking episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, that, that, nice. Like yeah. two weeks yeah, ago, he, and he, he was, he, was he sing that, and well, Preston said, pull that out for me. I said, he All did right. it as an intro, so I, I, Yeah, he even told me, he goes, told it's me on this segment, do. this many seconds in, grab it, grab that piece, and put it in the system. And I was like, um, okay. I'm standing in the middle of a peanut field out there in the front yard of my house in Jackson County doing the show trying to be serious and think of think of answers to questions and prepare it and all this stuff and all of a sudden i hear that conversation kick up and i had listened to the, i had listened to that part of our show to the point where i said i won't never do that again and yes you did it is recorded for posterity that's right. your yeah. grandchildren will be able to hear you do that it's so. now a historical document mm. well don't tear it down <laughs> Oh, we're gonna tie a rope to that thing and drag it off the, pe- off the pedestal. That's, that's one we can get paint, rid of. Paint red eyes on it. Well, it sounds different out on the tractor with some music playing in the background. 
You need, growing up. You need some accompaniment. Ooh. Accompaniment. Yeah, there wasn't no music playing, and I wasn't in the shower. That's come, right. Listen to me in the shower. Come on, you listen to me in the shower. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. Uh, uh, no, anyway. So uh, that was oh, funny, man. though. It was. Yeah, it was. It was funny, but I. And I was, I was okay. What can I say on the radio that I won't get in trouble for? Not a lot. And then I'm just like, you know, I'm just going, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You heard me start saying, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Wouldn't be prudent. That's uh, I, and so now I'm looking around Preston's studio that we're recording in, trying to think of what I ought to do. Get him back. <laughs> I think that that bobblehead of him right over there needs to be toppled over with some type of uh, miniaturized we'll graffiti a, on we'll it. Get, maybe. Yeah, we'll get us some a, a dry erase marker so we can graffiti eyes it. It'll come off, and then we'll put a tire rope to it and pull it over. So it's. Have we got any? Does it got any figure? Yeah, we'll get Gumby over here. We got a Gumby, and Gumby, Gumby can be pulling a rope, pulling him, toppling there the figure go. over, and there you go. That'll do. That'll do. The problem is that he's going to listen to the he will listen to the show and he'll already know it's coming for <laughs> yep. it. He'll in. be he'll come in here Monday morning looking for it and it won't have happened. So he'll Preston, be like, I'm going to do something and you're going you're going to have a hard time finding it. <laughs> well, bless you know we already talked about putting the empty crawfish shell in the in the in aquarium the, over where, there. Yeah. Where, I tell you, I can't tell I, you who I, I can't say who this is because it's, it's kind of a he's a famous uh, country guy, but he told a story one time about how when country guys or when any artist goes out on tour, they like to prank and they're different artists on the same tour. They like to prank each other. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> these guys were out with another big old act and they were going back and forth doing pranks and one and this guy finally got fed up with it. He's kind of the king in country of pranks, and he went and bought two big like. I don't know what kind of fish it would be, but at the fish market, two big, massive fish, dead, hmm. and went and it's got the way it, you find them at the fish yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, big, 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 big. And so he takes it, goes up into, and sneaks up into their bus, unscrews the bench seat, and puts it up underneath oh, it. No. Screws the bench seat back down and leaves. Right. So they separate on the tour, and about a month later, he sees <laughs> these guys in Nashville and says, "So what you guys up to?" They're like, "Man, we had to have our bus taken in and completely undone and to- pulled apart. Cost us a few hundred thousand. <laughs> Oh. I mean, took the whole thing apart because mm. they couldn't figure out what it was. And then finally, when they undid the seat and pulled it up, they were like, oh, and they found the fish. And so, but that was. <laughs> I, did he own up to it? Oh, no. No, no. Uh, for, not for a few hundred thousand. No. no, no, no. He did not own up to it. I mean, I don't know. Man, I can't believe it. I think it cost him about 60 or 70, though, to get the whole thing done because they had to, they had, they redid it, reupholstered it, re carpeted it. That'll get new marble in. That stank will get in there and, uh, that stank will get in the fabric and you can't get it out. When things escalate to that level, you've got problems. Yeah. I'm, no. hypothetically if you put road, if you open somebody's hood and put something like a roadkill possum on the manifold, it get rough going down the road. Mm-hmm. Comes right, and then and then it's in your vent, in your in your filter, and then you're done. Not saying I've ever done that to somebody, but <laughs> I've heard stories. I've heard stories. I've read about these. I things. I read about these things. Possum mm. at a thousand degrees don't smell good with the hair, especially if it's still got hair on it. Mm. I don't play jokes on people anymore. <laughs> I don't anymore. either. I got stories I can't oh, yeah. say. Oh yeah, can't tell I, the story. I did it a lot when I was young, but I just now I just don't have the energy for it because you well, got to escalate. Listen, I, here, if you're going to do it, you got to be ready for the payback, right? And that's just too aggravating. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to look over my shoulder all the time. I just don't play those games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> that gummit, that COVID's killing me. <laughs> you COVID acting up? Yeah. <laughs> 
They, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize. We're supposed to be wearing masks right now. We are. We are. Can't you see? Mm-hmm. We're actually more than six feet from each other. Yes. So we're socially distancing. Yeah, we're fine. This counter's huge, so yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. All the cameras are turned off. We're good. Well, I got to go to a local business here in a few minutes and drop off some equipment that I rented in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. And I ain't going in. I'd, I'd, I'd roll down the window and say, I didn't bring a mask. Get it out the back. Well, I'm a, I'm a, you need to come so, in. So you brought it back late. You need to sign so, this. Nope. So here's what I really don't understand by that. So if, if, if I have to wear a mask to keep me from giving the bugs to you, and you got to wear a mask to keep from giving the bugs to me, as long as one of us doesn't have it has on <laughs> or or the other side of that, as long as one of us is wearing a mask, Ain't that good enough? Is you telling no, me that two it, masks are that much keeps, more effective than one keep, mask? The theory is the theory is that if I wear the mask, it keeps me from coughing virus on you, mm-hmm. but it doesn't protect me from you coughing virus on me. Well, how, is it a one-way mask? Okay, okay. Listen, this is written on the side of the boxes <laughs> it don't that they come in. COVID nineteen. Yeah, it says will not provide any protection against COVID-19 or other viruses or contaminants. It says yeah. that on the side of the box. I know. Here's the thing is you don't have to wear a medical mask. They said in Leon County, you must wear a, you have a face covering, a yeah, mask. So I went, I was at Lowe's the other day and on the offhand chance I had to absolutely had to go in and bought one of those little things where you wet it and, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you squeeze it out and snap it and you put it over your oh, face. Yeah. And you can breathe right through it. You can feel the breeze coming through it, but it's perfectly acceptable. Listen, I, I understand you folks out there that want everybody to wear a mask, and it's the polite thing to do, whatever. Well, I'm a rude SOB. If I ain't it doing makes it. you right. feel better, I just it is. Don't come you, around me. If it makes you feel better, it is your body, your choice. Exactly. Hmm. That's what everybody. Where have say. we heard that before? <laughs> I, I, if, if a if a business has a rule. That says yeah. you have to wear a mask that's in our business. business. That's their business, and I'll either I choose to go in or not. That. I'll Abs- either choose or not. Have but no you're not going to make you're that. not going to make me. And I, I said, well, it's a small price to pay. It's no. their private property. I have no problem abiding by a business's rule that says wear a mask when you're here. I'm okay. I am absolutely going to do that. Well, so. you, you can see me or coming. I won't, I won't be wearing one. Just tell me stay back, and I'll stay back. I'm polite <laughs> enough to do that. Hang on, I give you my address to mail the ticket. Adventure awaits with the Kawasaki Terex and Terex 4 side-by-sides. Whether you're traversing through mountains, woods, or your own backyard, Terex side-by-sides pack the power to muscle through tough terrain. And it's all backed by the industry-leading Kawasaki Strong 3-year limited warranty. Adventure awaits. Go conquer it with Kawasaki Terex and Terex 4. Come by Red Hills Power Sports for all your side-by-side needs this season. Visit our showroom in Tallahassee or at redhillspowersports.com. Red Hills Power Sports, where adventures begin. Are you looking for a place to buy quality shoes but want to work with a local small business that greets you like a friend and still knows what they're doing? I'm J.D. Johnson, and both Charlie and I use the shoe box for all of our work boots, casual shoes, and shirts. Jeff Weldon runs a great store that carries men's, women's, and children's shoes in a number of major brands. They know how to fit shoes properly and can even fit you in orthotics to make great shoes fit even better. If you see us, we're probably wearing a Carhartt shirt embroidered by Jeff and shoes from there as well. They're located at 2820 South Monroe Street, just north of the fairgrounds. Tell them we said hello. And we're back. So I just, we were on the break, I just looked up, uh, saw one of the breaking news stories on my phone. And uh, it says alcohol service suspended at Florida bars. Uh, Department of Professional 
business regulation and all them other words. Does it say tax day is coming? Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Why? They have decided to do like what is their re- how are the, how is that helping? Because you can't drink a liquor drink with a ma- without a mask on, and then you get in the well, you bar can't eat food either. Up. I know. Well, it says it says that well, if you, Leon County's ordinance says that if you are in a eating establishment, a rest a restaurant, um, a restaurante, if it's a Mexican, uh, I don't know if it's a, it's a Mexican, Mexican Italian. Italian. That's, That's Italian. Italian. That's Italian. <laughs> restaurante. So if you're in a restaurant and you are sitting at the table eating or drinking, then you can take your mask off. Okay. And, you know, I guess they've got guidelines on trying to keep tables far enough apart. The ones I'm going in and eating in, it's been nice to go back to a restaurant and eat again. You know, they typically will have one table closed mm-hmm. and one open. I, do that. I did talk to a fellow at a restaurant over in Mariana. He goes, we made more money just doing drive through only. Actually, put a window in the wall. I didn't even know it was there before, and they just do drive up. And he says, "We make well. I don't have to pay all the staff." And I want that kind of sucks. There's a lot of people who don't have jobs. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. I mean, it's it's a it it would be easy if you didn't have to maintain the inside of your business. You didn't have to keep it clean. You didn't have to maintain the restaurant. You didn't have to wash dishes and do anything else. You put everything styrofoam. Throw it out the window at people mm-hmm. when they come by. I mean, you know, they call ahead and order, and you've got you know limited staff and so yeah i see the upside of that but it's not very much fun to to, to eat i mean I'm, i i enjoy coming back over there go to casa grande is my favorite restaurant um i go down there and and uh until jason huff opens one the uh <laughs> be the red hills whatever he wants it to be and i go eat there all the time <laughs> um but uh so anyway, I, I, what was I talking about, Jetty? I don't know about the liquor. The can't, can't oh, buy liquor, a liquor thing. Drink yeah, so so you, you, but you this this thing that they just passed said that or that just ordered, um, there wasn't nobody vote on it. They just said this is the way it's going to be. What I mean, who decided that? Uh, well, Governor. Halsey Bashir's is the one in charge of that. Okay, and, you know he's a he's a good Republican guy and the governor is too. But apparently, you know, there's, we're getting a lot of pushback because there's a lot of cases going on right now. So they decided if it's a standalone bar, you can't consume alcohol in the premise. You can't go in there and get them to serve you a drink. I guess you can get it to go. Maybe. I don't know, but the, uh, (laughs) That you makes know. much more sense. Take it in the car. Bullwinkles, <laughs> Bullwinkles is going to open a drive-through window right there, that little alley that goes between Bullwinkles and the poor Paul's poor Paul's there, and you know whatever that is upstairs, and we're just going to drive through there and get you drink and keep on going, which is really good for the uh, whole DUI thing. Um, wow! But but you can, but you can apparently get a drink in a restaurant that has a bar in it. So I'm thinking. Well, here, so so if you can go, if you got to wear a mask to go in the restaurant, and then you just have to sit down and take your mask off while you're eating because you can't eat with a mask on. What about when you get up to leave? You got to put it back on. Says who? They, what are they going to do? Kick me out? I done ate and paid my bill. No, they, well they can't. <clears throat> well, well, the restaurant bucks. can't kick you out. 
it's, they think it's, they're going to do. It's, it's apparently the uh, law enforcement officers who will come and issue you mm-hmm. a citation because we know that that's going to so happen a lot. T- they got so much free time now. Oh, and everybody, go, and, yeah. you know, and they, they've right got so that. much goodwill yeah. to spare right now with, from the public. <laughs> that how, let me add, JD and I are retired law enforcement. Yes. If that, anybody doesn't know that, that's what we did for a living. And we are still deep down in our hearts, we're cops, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we identify that way. I yeah. mean, and so we are. You're not going to find anybody that's much more pro law enforcement for the most part than Absolutely. we are. Then you'll find some that are as, but not much more. But we're also realists. And we've had days where we felt like working and days we didn't feel like working when we were out there. Everybody and does, so, yeah. you know, we're, we're humans. And we also are instructors and leaders in our field and all. But let me ask you, and we know cops. Mm-hmm. If you're out there wearing a uniform, we probably have been around you at some point, unless you're a, a newer rookie. How many law enforcement officers do you see issuing mask citations in this community? None, unless they were giving given a direct order by somebody to go do it, and it would probably have to be one of those, you know, yeah, that, that come from way above line supervision order to go. And we know, and we know, people aren't so they are not supposed to order law enforcement officers to issue citations or fines or stuff you're not yeah. supposed to do that it's supposed to be officers discretion based on circumstances yeah right so just like doing away with the ticket is not right. legal either I, right. can't, I can't imagine them but we know it happens we know the uh you thou shalt go forth and write this person a ticket for yeah. x y or z well and then you deal with the you get dispatched to a call you go there and this man's not wearing a mask and he's refusing to do it well, if that man's still standing there and looking you in the face going, I ain't wearing it and you ain't going to make me wear it, and then you, then you put that officer in that situation. Right. So you're going to write a ticket. Well, yeah. like I said, well, I, I, maybe. I, I certainly respect <laughs> the business owner or the property owner's rights Yeah, because we, we yeah, are those guys. Absolutely. And if they say, you need to put a mask on or leave my store, I ain't got a problem with that. Cool. No problem. See you later. Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> I, I might not just, I might choose to do business elsewhere. And, and, and a lot you know, of it, and that, I think, it depends on how ulti- they address it right. with you. If they it come up ulti- and go, listen, we it, if we don't require masks, we're losing a lot of business, and we can't stay in business right. if we don't because of the clientele we serve. And so we have not, when I went to um, pick up my hearing aids not long ago, I called, and I said, hey, I'm here to da 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 and they said, um, are you are you masked? And I said, I can be if that's what it requires to come in the building. He goes, well, if you come in, we need you to wear one. And if you don't, then we'll have to bring it out to you. And I said, well, you know what? I like y'all. I stuck one on real quick, went in there and did my thing. And it was very awkward because I hate wearing one. I don't like wearing one. I'm not comfortable wearing one. Um, I ain't wear one for long. No, I hate um, it. And, uh, you know. It, it, it is what it is. But I, I did it because I respect the organization and I respect their wishes. But if it had been one of those, the law says, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? I hear you really say that. Mean, I didn't have my hearing aids well, bless on. Bless so. their heart. Huh? You know. Does the law really say that or is it an ordinance? <laughs> yeah, is that really? <laughs> was that done by the legislature? Oh. I don't remember that vote. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, okay, let's say they don't come up with the vaccine. 
they don't come up with the Which cure. Which there's a very distinct likelihood well, that they will not. Yeah. They haven't come up with one for the cold yet. They haven't come up with one for the regular flu yet, pretty yeah. much. I mean, they got so, a vaccine for the flu that you're supposed to get, but it doesn't really... They have to change it every year, and so, then they have so to dial let's, it in. So let's say that it doesn't happen. Um, how long are we going to do this? I can tell you exactly how long we're going to do this. Mark your date on the calendar right uh, now. November? November the 4th. <laughs> this will no longer be a problem one way or the other. November 4th. That's the day after the general election. Yep. Because that's what, in my, I'm not a doctor, folks. I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express once upon a time. <laughs> but this is way more about politics yep. than it is uh, a virus and all the other stuff. This thing's so, a power play right now. That's it's, all, it's, whole it's, thing. Precisely. Because none when of this, these ordinances when, when, are, this, when this thing first happened, it was hand sanitizer, don't touch any surfaces, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And then it, they, you know, some research came around, and it's, it doesn't transmit that way as, as bad as people thought. So now you go places, and as long as you got a mask on, you can touch anything you want to. And the hand sanitizer, they're not you, sanitizing you, surfaces like they were before. Yeah, yeah then you get the, 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 booger, the, the bug on your hand, and then you can touch your mask, and then you've transmitted it to your mask. And then you, you know, I mean, it, yeah. I talked, we had two doctors come in the, the shop mm-hmm. today. Okay. And I was, I, I, I quiz people, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather get their spin on things than my. Well, they're the know, ones treating people every day. Well, yeah. And they're the ones that deal with. Uh, infections and bacteria and all this virus and this, that, and the other on a daily basis. And they both said the same thing. The mask stuff is total bunk. This was come. This came from two physicians. And their their thing was, you know, you if you touch surfaces and then touch your mask, that mask is now contaminated. Yep. These guys happen to do yep. surgery. So yeah. they're 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 operating. But if you you know, they have if you've ever seen a doctor prepare to sanitize himself for surgery, it's uh you get in the hand <laughs> so Charlie gets out the hand sanitizer. So so we're talking but they have a very long drawn out cleaning procedure bef- as they're getting suited up and it's cross to to not cr- cross contaminate and um you know they said this is just this is a joke yeah, it the, is. the it's whole a mask joke. thing is a joke what i get a kick out of is when i go into a place and i see somebody wearing a mask they don't take it off and they're wearing gloves but they don't remove the gloves when they go to change and do things for different you know it's they like wear the gloves if you've got to the take same, the mask yeah they, you're, if you've you're, got the gloves you go on through, all day you go through a drive-through restaurant and the girl at the window or guy, whatever, is 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 wearing these little plastic gloves and takes mm-hmm. your credit card. That's what I'm saying. They've handles already, your food, handles your drink, handles your food, handles your drink, and doesn't take the gloves off when the next person comes up. Whatever was on my card got on her well, gloves, got on their card, and on that person's hand. That's she my just, point. She you just I, gave whatever and, I got to them. Well, you remember when they issued us the uh, the chemical suits and all the nuclear biological chemical all the charlie and i had these we were issued these full tyvek covered you know like you see on the movies where these guys are going in and Mm -hmm. you know these 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 Mm -hmm. suits from top to bottom with a little shield that you're looking through on there and the procedures to doff and don that stuff to Mm -hmm. take it off and put it on is it it was like a day-long class Mm -hmm. teaching us how to properly Put that stuff on, mm-hmm. take that stuff off, and if you don't follow those procedures, and there is a agent there, a, a chemical or biological agent that is there, you have wasted all the effort at that point. Yep. So, I anyway, if it makes you feel better, put it on the it's, mask. It's, it's, I get where every particle that catches a mask 
others get through it reduces the likelihood i guess i get where there's a it, there's a diminished chance for something you know it's it's you know it, it is what it is i mean you know you can't hold so much water in your hand but at least just, your hand gets yeah. wet you right. know? Just, just <laughs> a, here's the thing do it if it makes you feel better by all means do it don't get mad at me because i don't please I, uh, it, I ain't you know i mean if I get sick, I'm gonna stay home. Yeah, till I ain't sick no more. Well, and not everybody's that way, but we're we're people say it's about us not caring about other people, and, and not about freedom. It is about freedom, and it's about all. Anyway, we'll be back in a minute. Some battles are worth fighting. They build character and teach important lessons. Other times, the more we resist, the longer we stay stuck when a simple change would change everything. Is your bank holding you back? Try my bank, Prime Meridian Bank. Changing is easy, we'll show you how. Prime Meridian Bank, Tallahassee, Crawfordville, and on the web at trymybank.com. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Charlie and JD. We use a lot of fuel, from gas for our UTVs, yard equipment, and boats, to diesel for our tractors. And buying good, clean gas and diesel is important to prevent downtime and repairs. For that, we call Rainy Coffin. Running non-ethanol gas in our equipment is key to low repair bills, and it's available at San Marcos Shell and Woodville Highway and Gain Street Shell. If you're in construction, farming, or have a generator, call 222-1948 and let Rainy Coffin deliver fuel directly to you. Or find them at rainycoffin.com, serving Tallahassee since 1948. And we're back. So, how'd it go? How was the dog? The dog is fine. He, uh, sitting in my seat in a a truck with a truck running and air conditioning on while we're doing the show because he can't, I'm not going to bring him in the studio. I think I'd get in trouble. (laughs) uh, That thing is spoiled already, let me tell you. That dog of his, cute as it can be to start with, he's just a, he's just a, got a neat personality, and but he's already just spoiled. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he is. Uh, Donna said, "I think somebody's smitten," and I said, "Oh, I am. <laughs> I love this dog. I, that just for those of you that don't know, don't follow on Facebook or anything. This dog wandered up in my nephew's yard, which is right behind my daddy's house, a uh, couple, two, three weeks ago now, and." And uh, probably a couple weeks ago, just wandered up in the yard and laying there in the driveway when he came home. Now, he's already got a rescue dog, um, so can't have it. Went over to my sister's house, and uh, brother-in-law was like, well, we don't really, you know. And I said, well, if y'all decide you don't want him, let me just hang around the house with me. And that day, I mean, he started, he spent the night at the house in the yard. He's, he's a yard dog right now. He will be an inside dog as long as he <laughs> decides not to pee on everything in the house, which he did that in the store twice yesterday. But I've seen you clean up plenty of Dixies oh, yeah. in the past. When, so when Dixie was a puppy, <clears throat> I absolutely had to. And, and we still, had, when and she we gets had carpet, excited. And we had carpet. Yeah. Now we got hard floors hey, everywhere. It's waterproof. You want to talk about spoiling a dog. <laughs> we, the, the house that I, I, I'm in is a really unique floor plan. It was designed by an architect. So it's where there are four levels to it, which makes it sound huge. It's not. But the four level on each floor of the house on each level Mm -hmm. i have a big old dog bed on each floor for for the dog on each floor so people come over and they're like he's got a bed on every floor of the house we're like well yeah yeah. we have a place to sit too that dog don't want you messing with the deal he done got (laughs) that's what i'm saying he's like yeah i'm good man well rusty my dog has decided that 
I mean, he he he's my dog. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the family dog, but he goes with me. Yeah. Yesterday, I was standing up on the hilltop at the house, and um, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Anyway, Mister Hartley came by uh, working on the building. We had um, having to put a door. <laughs> it's a saga, saga <laughs> story of a door inside of a building trying to uh, the anyway got to that point and things don't want to fit and it's nobody's fault but the way it was designed and i think i designed it so anyway um Hmm. and uh so i was up there on the loader my truck wasn't in the yard it was but me and the dog were he had ridden up there with me on the loader the big john deere loader because he wants to ride now because he will follow that thing if i don't put him in it he'll go behind it and that's dangerous and so uh i'm sitting up there talking to uh ronnie nix my my framing guy and all and and I look out the window of the house and I see the dog running down the driveway. And I said, what is he doing? And I realized Mr. Hartley, who drives a four-door Ford diesel yeah. that sounds just like mine, had left. And that dog had decided that I was gone <laughs> in that truck. And he's running down the driveway just as fast as he can go because Daddy left. Uh-huh. And I run out of the yard and I'm going, Rusty, Rusty, still learning his name. But he got the voice and all of a sudden he just slowed down. He looked over his shoulder and I'm waving my arms. And then he turns around, starts trotting back up there with a, with a smile on his oh, face. I mean, he are. smiles. He <laughs> smiles same way your dog does, yeah. Daddy. Got, got a smile. And uh, he's like, okay, you're here. It's fine. I said, I'm sitting there thinking, well, how far were you going to run? Well, he ran from the house all the way, from daddy's house all the way up our house, about three quarters of a mile down the highway the other day because I left on a loader and he broke loose and hauled butt. And uh, (laughs) he's a... he said, I got to go with you. I got to go with you. So when I went out in the truck a minute ago, he's my the air conditioner's on. The seat is air conditioned in that truck. Yeah. And he hops in my seat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think today he finally learned because he and I had a conversation about it, that when I open the door to get in, he mm-hmm. needs to move. Because the first thing happened at the house this morning was he didn't. And we had to talk about it for a minute. And now he understands when daddy opens the door, I need to get in the back seat. Yep, or Clyde, another seat. I don't care, but I got to go. Cause, Clyde does the same thing. Whenever I leave him in the car, if I'm going to go in to get something and everything, I come back out, he will sit in the driver's seat like he's at the wheel. Mm-hmm. Like He'll just sit there, and then if you'll come up, because he, he's facing forward, too. He doesn't look out the side window. Mm-hmm. He sits facing forward. So you, you're out there going, uh, can I get in? And he's just kind of looking at you. Yeah. Like, I got this. Get in the passenger seat. People that don't have dogs. I can drive. I'll stick. steer. You push the pedals. People that don't have dogs don't understand. And JD and I had this conversation the other day about a conversation he had had with his wife is that people don't understand the joy and the love that a dog will bring oh, into yeah. your life. I mean, Mine smiles when I come home. He actually yeah. smiles. Well, yeah. So does. Yeah. yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Like I walk in, he'll look up and he'll see me and he'll go. And, yeah. and, and it's and it's a it's a smile. R- Rusty There's has no, it. Rusty no Rusty does it. it when he sees me. He starts walking towards me first thing in the morning. He does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walk outside. He'll he'll see me, and then it's it's on the his left side. His lip will come up. You can see his teeth, and he just sort of he just a, yeah. as much of a smile as he can get. It's a little crooked smile, and it's cute as all get out. And uh, and Dixie does it too. Oh yeah, Dixie grins from she she's got all them big old floppy bulldog jaws, and she will grin just <laughs> ear to ear. And certain customers or people she recognizes or family or whatever, she yeah. just gets the biggest grin on her face and wiggles the whole body. Oh, and yeah. seeing and, seeing uh, our two dogs play together has been has been fun too because i wasn't sure how that was going to go down yeah but they get in there I'm, the only thing that scares me i'm afraid they're going to knock everything in the store over <laughs> they, they got to running around there and hit one of our guys 
in the legs the other day and just about took James's leg. And James is a big old boy, and it just about took James's leg out from under because Dixie's 118, 120 pounds, and she gets up ahead of steam, buddy. It's like mm-hmm. getting hit by a linebacker. And she gets playful. She gets playful. She goes to hopping around, <laughs> and and I haven't seen her. I mean, I've seen her play with you a little bit, but I haven't seen her try to do that until she got in they were rusty and they started well, that's the whole reason playing. i chose american bulldog to start with and not an english or something else is because they are they do have the ability to be very athletic mm-hmm. they just they do if for a big dog they can i told told my wife i said i don't want a dog i have to pick up and put in the car i want them to be able to jump from the ground up onto the seat and <laughs> my, you know my, i ain't gonna have a want, dog i got to pick my, up to get in the car mine can but he won't uh, <laughs> so far what i get out of him he gets excited he wants to go and i'll like go to treats? pick him up he and like then, treats well, he does, but he's like, I'm not getting up there for that. I will, I will look at the sit back seat and I'll look at it, but I'm not getting up there. So what? The, what I've been able to get him to do so far is when he's ready to get in the truck, he will sit down, and then I can pick him up and put him in there because he's oh. not that heavy. He's about 30, 35 pounds, something like that. So yeah. I can pick him up, throw him in there. But we have got to learn him how to load because because a, a country dog's got to know how to load up. Yeah. When we, you want to go for a ride? You need to get excited. When I say load up, you need to hop in. When we first got Clyde, we got him from another lady who had rescued him from some dude that was abusing him, right? So she had him for a little while, and she babied him, like, to the point where we go. And now, keep in mind, Clyde is a giant schnauzer. He's 90-some pounds, but he's, I mean, his head Grit, is up dog. here around yeah. my rib cage. He's mm. a big boy. And we get to the back of the SUV, and I open it up, and I was like, all right, hop up in there. And she's like, oh, you have to – you got to pick him up and put him in. I went, like hell. I'm not picking him up. I'm like, dude, you, you're you as big as me. Get in the car. You know, and he, after a couple minutes, he just finally went – and he jumped up in, and she went, I didn't know he could do that. And I'm like, yeah, good talking to you later. You know, I'm going to go turn this dog back into a dog. Yeah, so, so my mom goes to get Dixie in her car, and she tells me the other day she had picked Dixie up or something, and uh, – she says, I think we need to get Dixie a step stool because <laughs> she couldn't get up in the back of my – I tried to get her to get in the back of my little SUV. She's got a little Hyundai uh-huh. SUV, you know. And she, yeah. she, she she acts like she can't jump in there, so I was trying to pick her. I mean, Mama, you're 77 years old. That's a 120-pound dog. You ain't got. I said, that dog can do whatever that dog <laughs> needs to do. Yep. I said she jumps from the ground into the back seat of the Jeep that's got a, you know that's only got a four inch lift and the tires on it and stuff. I said she can jump in there. She just knows she won't have to because mm-hmm. just like the kids not picking up after themselves. If Nana will do it, mm-hmm. why would I? Right. So, right. Why would they? I if said, you're going to do it, she for them. has you trained just like the grandkids have yeah. you trained. Well, yep. And my dog now has me trained to pick him up. He sit down. If he sits down by the truck, I'll pick him up and put it in there. But that's not going to last long because that's something right. we got to work on. Yeah. One step at a time. He needs to learn how. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it, but he needs to learn how to jump in the back of the truck. What happened to the day when we hauled our dogs around in the back of the truck? I think that's illegal now. <laughs> I see it happening. <laughs> I Kinda mean, like, you used to back in the day. Everybody, my dog would be in the back of my truck, sitting out there in the sun. Oh yeah, and perfectly content. Now, my I, dog's in the cab in a running truck with the air conditioner, like a kid. I used to have a very impatient uh, hunting dog, Labrador Retriever. Mm-hmm. That if you wasn't quick enough opening the tailgate, that joker would go over the side of an F two fifty and not touch the side and land in the he oh max was an athlete but he could jump from the ground over into the bed of an f-250 without touching the side so but he, when it was time to go he was ready to go yeah dogs ain't what dogs were no. we'll be right back
Are you tired of that chainsaw that never starts when you need it? Do you spend your whole weekend fighting your old lawnmower? It doesn't have to be that way. Southside Mower has been serving the Tallahassee and surrounding areas for 39 years. They have a wide range of Husqvarna, Gravely, and Exmark lawnmowers. Steel chainsaws, trimmers, edgers, and blowers, as well as generators, pressure washers, and more. If you need parts of service on any of your outdoor power equipment, or it's time to purchase new equipment, stop by Southside Mowers at 1885 South Monroe Street, one mile south of the Capitol, or visit the website southsidemower.com. Hey, it's Charlie and JD from Talent Tactical Outfitters. Are you in the market for a firearm? How about holsters, optics, cleaning gear, or apparel? We offer all of that and more and provide expert advice and a -a one-of-a-kind try-before-you-buy program. We can even help you build your own Talon Tac Ops AR-15 from our huge selection of parts in our armorers class. You can build a 9mm for personal defense or a larger caliber hunting rifle with optics. It's all up to you. Your color, your style. Come see us in Midway, right off I-10, or call us at 597-7550. So it's time for our, uh, before we run out of segments, time for our fishing segment. <laughs> We're on the phone with Mr. Tire. He called me yesterday and said, hey, Mr. Johnson. I'm like, Mr. Johnson? What's all that about? <laughs> Thought I had done messed up. <laughs> uh, what it's did Paul. I do now? Hey, Paul. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing today? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing great, man. I tell you what, the bass have been biting this week and the brim on up here on Lake Seminole and Man, I'm looking forward to getting out there this afternoon. Hey, you got a you got a fishing trip this afternoon, huh? Hopefully the uh, the weather yep. will hold for you. Yeah, hopefully it will. We've been getting some uh, thunderstorms in the afternoon, but you know we're supposed to be having this Sahara uh, sandstorm oh, yeah. thing. I, I, I personally over. believe I personally believe <laughs> that's the root of all the evil that has gone on in 2020. They opened up the wrong box over there in Egypt somewhere doing an archaeological uh, dig, and they have done unleashed. <laughs> Something We're getting bad. a sandstorm here? Yeah. 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 Right now. It's supposed to be right on. There's supposed to be a, a diminished light. Uh, it's not a sandstorm. It's upper altitude. Right. Uh, Saharan dust in the atmosphere right now that's filtering <laughs> the light coming through. Yeah. Something like that. It ain't affecting the fishing, apparently, because Paul, I've been watching his uh, Facebook, Instagram stuff this week, and they've been tearing them up. Been catching some big ones. Yeah, they have been biting some some big ones. Yesterday morning, they really bit good. Yesterday, JD, we had we had two over seven, and man, this guy had a great time with, with Mr. Harry Taylor. He came all the way down from Knoxville. There's there's their vacation over in Destin. He said, "Man, I I don't like that beach. I'd rather go fishing." So he's coming back Monday, going with me again Monday. And man, um, man, I tell you what, it's been fun this week. And several people catch their personal best this week, and. Uh, it's been fun. Awesome. We, uh, I took the, the wife and the girls. My, my Father's Day gift was uh, I got to get up early and uh, take them fishing uh, this past Sunday morning. We went over to Apalachicola River, put in at Chattahoochee, and threw beetle spins and caught some grit big old brim. And then, then they appeased me a little bit there towards before we left, and I got to bass fish a little bit. And I actually, Paul, I actually got broke off with something good out from under one of the bridge pylons. Oh. I don't know what it was. I never I never uh, slowed it down, but I don't know if it was a striper that hit a Model A crankbait. It wasn't a gar, whatever. I've, I've hung gar before. I know how they do, and this was uh, this was something good. It might have been old Oscar, as my granddaddy used to call it. He, anytime he <laughs> had something big on that he didn't land, he said, that, that, must, that was old Oscar there. But uh, I caught a few little, <laughs> caught a few oh, little, few little bass. 
And uh, but I got a hold of something that's big enough to break fifteen pound test lines. So that's funny. My grandfather used to, he did the same thing, but he called him Lonnie. Lonnie. Yeah, he'd say, "Oh, we just lost Lonnie. <laughs> we just lost Lonnie. Lonnie got away." Hey, Grandpa's wonderful. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, Paul, we should have we we hope that uh, early early this week, Monday or Tuesday, we're gonna have a bait store that's open. We have we have we've supposed to be getting the point of sale system put in the computer, and Charlie's been fighting with people at wherever they are and whatever part of the world they're at. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna be ugly here, but you know, uh, hopefully we'll have everything up and running and ready to ready to sell fish bait. Oh heck yeah! I'll tell you what. I met your son down there the other evening when I when I was down there, and uh, man, he was he was he sure is excited about it. Yes, he is. Him and both his his roommates they they all they're they're busting at the gills. He goes, Dad, I want to design a fishing shirt and da da da. Okay, son, get after it. <laughs> Let me know what you come up with. <laughs> They uh, so I, I think there's going to be a lot of folks ready for this thing to open. I know I am for sure. Instead of sitting over there looking at inventory, I can't sell. <laughs> yeah, I got, right. a, got a right. store full of stuff just sitting there on the shelf, and the door is locked. Hey, well, I'll tell you what. I, I've been using those temp, uh, Temple Fort rods, and I am impressed, JD. Those are that's those are some nice rods. Now I've I've been, I've been using up that, that heavy action one and uh for the for frogging and man i've caught some nice ones with it and i've been putting the coals to them too that's that rod's light and tough and is at a great price point that's a very good rod i'm very impressed yeah i uh i was too and i uh, was happy to happy to land that uh that dealership there and being able to be dealer direct and the the fact that you can if if and you break one you can bring it back and they'll give you we'll give you another right. one and they'll replace it so for, wow. the, for life for life for life so if you snap that rod they just get you a new one mm-hmm. wow so there's a lot of your high-end rod companies have done that over the years and and gary loomis well, g loomis was one of the first ones to do much of it lose did it too the, the little small return fee but um but yeah so they're they're really high-end rods but you ain't got to buy but one of them or if you know right. you, it's if that's the if you want a medium heavy seven foot rod that's the one you get and you can uh they'll keep you know they'll, they'll replace them if you break them well yeah it sounds to me like you can buy one rod that's a little more expensive than the other ones and never have to buy it again that's exactly right so pay more up front yeah it, that makes some, perfect sometimes sense. you have to spend a little more to get a little more you well, know you know it's, it's like, value it's called value is really anything what it's is called. technologically created anything that hey, they've done r&d yeah. on today any you know get the best you can get because 30 minutes later it's obsolete i mean that's exactly right so this stuff that's cool unlike paul who's never obsolete that man stays on the water and he he is in tune he is in tune with what's going on on the fishing scene he is the fish whisperer yes sir i tell you well, what, I, that's right well i tell you what i'm gonna be on the water uh for my next day off is on friday but uh tuesday afternoon i'm gonna try to come down and uh come by the store tuesday afternoon and and i've got i still got uh want to look at the inventory and see if there's anything we might want to add or um and fill in but man i'm looking forward to coming down there and checking it out tuesday we, we talked about inviting some of the bass clubs and groups to come in after we get open and have some retreats or some evening events or something and we're going to try to put something together so if y'all are out there listening and you're part of one of those organizations you want to reach out uh, we might be able to put together a little something in our meeting room and have a, take a tour on because we're interested in feedback from those groups to see if there's products that they want to see us carry as well. So. Absolutely, it's all about doing yeah, it, all about doing it right. Well, Paul, if somebody wants That's to go right. fishing, if somebody wants to go fishing with you and catch a big old whopper bass, how do they get a hold of you? Man, give me a call at eight five zero two six four seven five three four, 
or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lake Seminole Fishing Adventures. And, man, we would love to take you fishing. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. And y'all uh, catch him up this afternoon. All right. Y'all have a blessed weekend. All right. Huh, I had a good time fishing over there. I tell you, going over there, that river, there is nothing smells like that Apalachicola River but the Apalachicola River. It just has its own, the water and the, the just everything about the willow trees, and it just has a very distinctive smell, and it just, mm-hmm. it, it's a wonderful thing. And you've, I've taken you over there fishing in that. It's just... Yeah, and I grew up. You grew fishing up fishing there too, too as a kid. You, you've been a there kid. recently. We've yeah. been, and it's just yeah. uh, trying to go back. The, trying uh, to work the, out a trip. The, the willow flies are are out right now, and that any time that there's a a big hatch like that, where and you talk about funny, but my youngest child, the one we tater. Tater and the willow flies. I, I could tell stories about tater and the willow flies. Now the willow flies won't hurt you. They're just little tiny white little little white bugs, you know. Right. And there's, but you bump up against a tree or something, and it might stir up ten thousand of them things, and they get on you, and they just kind of run around. When they when they hit your arm, they'll just run. Around. And she did not like the willow flies. And <laughs> one of us, somebody would get hung up. We're sitting there casting beetle spins, and somebody get hung up in the tree, and we'd have to go get it. <laughs> I think if she could have fit in the rod box to get away, she would have got in there because she, she just was, she did not like them bugs crawling on her. And I'm like, baby, they're they're not gonna hurt you, but you're gonna hurt yourself acting that way. Yeah. <laughs> These bugs are just going crazy, and my wife and I just got the biggest kick out of that with her not liking. She did not like them bugs on her. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. fun stuff. I don't react well to bugs. I mean, like that—that that wouldn't bother. Like the little thing like that wouldn't wouldn't as bug me too bad. As long as I know what they are, right? If I know what they are, I'm fine. But like, if I'm standing there and I feel something like landing my arm, I'm that. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. Well, way. I'm I want it off of me, but I'm not gonna freak out about it. It's well, not that big a I deal. Was eating dinner at Mama's house not before last, and apparently I had walked by a tree or something, and something got caught up on my my hair, and uh, I sat down to sat down to eat supper and we're sitting there eating and whatever the leaf or whatever it was fell out of my hair and went down <laughs> down my shirt yeah i don't handle and, that and well. i wear <laughs> I, i'm i'm kind of old-fashioned i wear a t-shirt under my shirt you know yeah. one, of the, one of the tank top t-shirt under my shirt right and that thing went not only down my outside shirt but it went down my t-shirt it found a found a space and it landed about halfway down the middle of my back <laughs> and i jumped up from that kitchen table and like the world was on fire and everybody's looking at me like i have lost my mind and i was i was untuck, oh, yeah. untucking shirt and shaking and like, oh, yeah. what's wrong with you i said something went down my back i don't know what it was i'd have come up <laughs> off that seat and my wife would have been like why are you naked <laughs> i had a great experience yesterday before we run out of time um Calhoun County retired Sheriff David Tatum reached okay. out to me. He spent the rain shooting, um, said, Hey, I hear you're looking at raising some quail. Um, I'm affiliated with a quail hunting operation down there around y'all's place. I did not realize that there is a quail, quail hunting, hunting facility three miles from my place huh. over there. Um, Steve Couture's uh, economy heating and air over there in Mariana. He's got a place he's been developing for decades, it looks like. I got to take a tour yesterday. Cool. On the side-by-side and looked at their quail houses and looked at the, their, the way they release their pen and their, their birds and everything. And Dave has been sending me a bunch of – Sheriff has been sending mm-hmm. me a bunch of stuff and super, super nice guy. And if you hear this, I appreciate everything you did um, and will do. And uh, that just I'm just gonna be working all weekend is trying to get my stuff. Now I got around the corner so the quail don't pile up and die. Lot lot to learn. Sounds good. 
you can follow along later. See y'all.